Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Welcome to the Career Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boone, and today we have Tabo Olifir as our guest, a self-professed garden boy, a former top ICT businessman in Africa. Tabo was elected as a city councillor in his city of Mangawung in the Free State Province in 2006. In 2010, he went to live in a squatter camp in the Batu location and experienced firsthand the need for resilient and sustainable food security. So Tabo began experimenting in creating resilient and sustainable food gardens using waste material in 2014. Then he was declared as the greenest councillor in South Africa. His third term as a councillor came to an end in 2021, and he has now dedicated himself to help train and capacitate sustainable and resilient people to address the high level of hunger and poverty in South Africa. Tabo, that is such a mouthful. (laughs) Welcome and good morning. Thank you for your time. How are you doing today? Oh, it's fantastic. Summer is upon us and it's time to start planting again. Right. You must be so excited about that. I'm on site at the moment. I'm mm. in Edenville in uh, the township of Mwate, and I'm training 150 of the community members to become leaders in food security so that they can trickle down and a ripple effect train the rest of the community in food security. Oh my goodness. Tabo, you do amazing work. Uh, and before we unpack all of that, please tell me about the best day in your career or the best day in your job. What was it? When was it? And what happened? Uh, my best day in my career is tomorrow. I have many. You know, uh, normally in winter time, a person says that's the, the doldrums, it's a quiet time. Mm. But that's when I really do a lot of innovation and research and uh, uh, trying to improve on systems. And then also to prepare for the summer crop that's coming is to make your compost and do a lot of training. That's the ideal time to train. It doesn't help to train in the middle of summer when the people should have been planting. Mm. So the winters, I'm always busy, and the summers, we're always busy as well. So every day is a good day. I cannot choose a a best day. Um, That's why I still believe that tomorrow I've got so many best days, but tomorrow is going to be the best one. Definitely. Oh, thank you for such a wholesome response. Um, So tell me a bit about your journey, you know, from the time you were a student to becoming the professional and self-professed garden boy that you are today, or man rather, (laughs) Um, you know, what would you say what your journey was like? Um, Because you were also in ICT at some point. So how did we get here? Where did it all start? Um, You know, when a person gets to my age, um, you've tried everything. Exactly. (laughs) I've got the benefit of choosing what I enjoyed the most. Mm. And believe it or not, teaching, teaching was was what I I really enjoyed. Um, I grew up with the idea that you've got to be a a, a mogul. Uh, It was going to be IT, uh, developing multilingual software to allow anybody to learn another language but to learn the language, not to just do immediate translations, but to acquire skills yes. in being able to speak that language. Mm. And it was successful, but I had no appetite for it. And then I was asked to uh, present myself or make myself available for uh, as a counselor, uh, as a candidate. And I didn't have time at that stage to become a counselor. Okay. And I was told, oh, don't worry, you won't win. You won't win. It's a non-winnable award. And uh, unfortunately, I ended up winning the award and uh, became a counselor. I had great expectations. And then in 2010, uh, I moved into a squatter camp mm. to 
experience firsthand the pain of what the people are experiencing. Mm. And it was an eye-opener, really. It was a very big eye-opener. The people got their houses. The Makotoka informal settlement was formalized. Yes. But I was told, and I experienced this, that when you are suffering from hunger, you can live in a shack or you can live in a palace. The pain of hunger is the same. And I said to people, but plant vegetables. And they said they don't know how. Mm. And it's funny how in three generations we've lost that capacity. We've lifted to commercial farmers to feed us. Definitely. Commercial farmers cannot feed us for free. They've got to sell their product. Mm. Now, what do you do with people that cannot afford to buy the product? Mm. They've got to know how to grow. We all know about our grandmothers and great-grandparents that used to always plant their own vegetables. Mm. I started experimenting with that. I had a lot of time to do that. And I was inspired by the Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Lechisa Tsenudi, when I started getting disillusioned with politics. Because I said to him, you know, I was elected to make a change. But it seems like I am now in a position where I've just got to attend meetings. Yes. And own. Mm. And which is not working for me. And he said, Tabo, do what you love, growing vegetables, teach people. And I couldn't see the bigger picture in that. Mm. And 12 years later, Lechisa, thank you. I'm saying thank you to you now again for, for, for opening that door for me because I am really love what I'm doing. Even my children cannot define my job at the moment because they don't believe I'm working. They think I'm out having fun the whole time, <laughs> traveling all over the subcontinent. I've been to Mozambique in the war zone, mm. in Cabo Delgado, helping the refugees there to show them how to grow their own food. Um, I've been to Namibia, uh, I've been to Lesotho, and uh, nearly all the provinces in, the, in, in South Africa as well. Mm. So I love what I'm doing, and uh, I'm seeing the rewards. I'm seeing people uh, growing their vegetables. Definitely. Um, I think, Tabo, when listening to your journey, honestly, Kihopula, um, that saying that people like, um, you know, also saying in terms of empowering people that you can't give a man fish. You need to teach them how to fish. And I think for me, that best describes what it is that you do. Um, and because you said it yourself, you know, you tried in Tuzengata in life. Do, did you always see yourself ending up here? And in terms of especially what you studied, how did you get to ICT in terms of your student journey or what you, what you studied from school? We, we, we in the, growing up in the 80s, uh, you were quite aware of the, the technological boom that was taking mm. place. I mean, Ronald Reagan was talking of Star Wars, and everybody wanted a piece of that action. Mm. And as much as I was successful in IT, I was also very not successful. Uh, the, all the all the money I made, the millions I made, I lost that in a, in a period of two weeks mm. because of the the nature of that beast. And that's when I realized, get to know something where you the boss and growing vegetables. I know how to do that now. Yes. I don't grow vegetables for people. All I do is I give people capacity mm. and confidence. Mm. With those two, people can conquer the world. Definitely. If you put capacity and confidence, you can do anything you want. Mm. And I can show people what I'm doing and I allow them and I say, please copy what I'm doing and do it successfully and you will grow. And this is the, the process that I'm thoroughly enjoying now and seeing the actualization of taking place. So, yes, you know, um, when, when, we, when we go to study a certain field, we, we must also just keep the blinkers open Definitely. to see where it will take us to the next journey. What do you think, especially because um, you stress the importance of not doing it for yourself and really wanting to empower people, wanting to give them the capacity and that realization that they can do it themselves. What do you think makes you so good at being able to do that and being able to train people and the job and the work that you do every day with the traveling that you've been able to do and, you know, um, empowering people, not just in the country, but all over the world? What is it about you and what is it so that's so unique about you that you do it so well? 
I think it's the product I'm selling. Mm. It's got a universal acceptance. And day by day, if you look at social media, it's even becoming more relevant. You know, 12 years ago, it was difficult to tell people that climate change is going to make food expensive. And and you could have uh, the Difakani of many years ago or the war in Ukraine, which is now currently raging, mm. and see the impact that it has, you know, the butterfly effect. So um, the fact that I'm selling a good product and it appeals to everybody, from Patrice Matsepe right down to the unemployed people of Mwate, yes. understands the importance of having food availability. Mm. Remember, there's a difference between food security and food availability. True. A supermarket full of food does not mean that the poorest can access that food. Food security is that where the poorest also have access to food. True, true. So it really it also speaks about that equity that we all need to have as just a human race. Um, so Tabo, if someone would, is, is listening now to this, and I'm not even also just limiting it to our student population, but someone anywhere in the world or anywhere in the country would, is listening to this and they would really like to follow the similar career path that you're going into, especially with the need to really address you know, hunger and poverty and not just in the country but in the world. World, what would you think would be the best way for them to prepare themselves for entering into this this field? Start small. Mm. I've always said, you know, when I'm discussing today, we had a discussion where where land became an issue, and I said, if you cannot grow vegetables in your own backyard, what are you going to do with a farm of a thousand hectares? It's the same as if somebody has passed grade four successfully. It does not entitle them to go the next year to write matric. Mm. First year student cannot also enroll for their PhD dissertation. Mm. The process to follow. And if you're going to start off very big, your risk is very high. And find out if you've got a passion. My biggest success is being able to bring fun into it. Mm. I've been able to bring fun into growing vegetables, using waste material. Buckets that people throw away are the ideal vessel to raise tomatoes you don't have to go buy a pot for 400 rand Mm. the you want to throw away you could use um you know as much as you're so passionate about your job and so passionate about empowering people i also just want to know interestingly enough um especially according to you if there's any hard part or, or any mundane part that you'd say comes with being in the in the field that you're in there are many. There are many. You know, especially when you're growing vegetables, you don't just have a boss that you've got to make happy. Mm. You've got to watch out for hail, for pests, for disease, for floods, for drought, for wind, for cold, for heat. Uh, there's so many things challenging, and that's why part of my training, uh, I focus tremendously on mental resilience. Mm. Have your, your mindset on being resilient. And what is resilience? Is not to be a victim of circumstance, but to anticipate uh, a problem, and have a solution to put in place. You mm. know, an Afrikaans is a boer maken plan. Definitely. There's no problem that we cannot surpass. In actual fact, we confuse ourselves with too many solutions. True, definitely. Um, and I get now, I think, why you're saying you're training people to become um, sustainable and resilient. Uh, because I was also just trying to think and, and ask myself, is there now a, f- a new you know, career path or a new field that is um, associated with food security that has to do with resilience? Where does resilience feature? And I think I get it now that it's all in the mindset, definitely. It's all in the mind. Um, so share one secret about your job that you'd say, um, something that no one outside of this or someone outside of this field would never guess. Uh, persistence. Persistence. Um, 
You know, I've got, uh, I always joke when I do training, I said that that God gave us 10 commandments and Taubo gives us another four. Mm. And the four, and it's just about vegetable production, but it changes your 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 mindset on life. Mm. Is A person with the excuse will never produce. So if you are faced with somebody that's always got an excuse, turn around and walk away. That person's going to break you. Mm. They're professionally making excuses. The second one is you can only harvest what you've planted. If you've planted tomato seeds, you will harvest tomatoes. If you plant pumpkin seed, you will harvest pumpkins. If you plant nothing, you will harvest nothing. nothing. The same in life. Mm. What you put in is what you get out. And then again, only people that are prepared will prevail. A teacher will tell you which child's going to pass mm. because see which children are preparing. The same with students. The students that says he's going to cram and spot check just before an exam is not going to prevail. But the one that is prepared will prevail. And then the fourth commandment, the best time to do something is? Now. Exactly. Oh, you knew <laughs> If I train you now, don't say you're going to do it next year. Mm. I'm telling you now you're not going to do it. Definitely. So bring that also in. It's, it's, it's like a, a social contract you must have with yourself. Mm. Love it. Thank you so much. Um, now the next section of our interview table is those questions that I need you to not think about. So the first thought that comes into your mind, you say it, right? Okay, yeah. I'm going to start. So coffee or tea? Brand tea. Um, coffee. <laughs> um, sweet or salty? Um, I'd go for salty, but I love them both. Okay. Remote or on-site? I'm on-site as it is. I no. knew it. <laughs> Put me in the field and I'm happy. Do not put me in a boardroom. That's Nothing wh- grows that's in That's where a you thrive. <laughs> that's where you thrive. Um, every morning I? Can't wait to see my garden. Oh, great. Last one. My favorite word is? Possible. Great. That is so perfect. Everything, everything is possible. It really is. And I even thought you'd maybe say resilience. Tabo, <laughs> uh, thank you so, so much. I think you do amazing work. And um, personally, just for me, you really opened my eyes to just how we can really serve in the world. Um, even with just the little things that you really do and the things that really look so small but really make a huge difference in people's lives. Um, thank you so, so much for this interview and for your time. Um, and this was so fantastic <laughs> thank now, you so much bless you guys and bless for the wonderful work that you guys are doing may may your, your vegetables grow in abundance thank you so much and may your vegetables also grow in abundance um, I really hope your training also continues to go really well and just continue spreading the gospel of food security <laughs> thank you so much Amazing. Amen. that's it for now Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.